Cash Leads. Your guest this week is none other than Calvin Ma, the CEO and founder of RankBreeze, an Airbnb SEO SaaS product. And for all you non-nerds out there, SaaS stands for Software as a Service, which basically just means he runs a digital company all online. What's interesting is that he is a non-technical founder, and so his journey to even get to the point where he finds the company is quite amazing. Uh, The story actually takes place in Calgary, Alberta, and he ends up somewhere in Germany and then eventually Poland before he even starts the company. That's just the start. That's probably the first 15 minutes of the show. Following that, we actually get into the uh, nuts and bolts of how to get your Airbnb SEO super high. Don't worry if you're not on Airbnb, the tips through SEO are also quite Uh, amazing. I took a lot from it. And then we end off actually talking about entrepreneurship. This one's absolutely amazing. Um, Episode 21, Calvin Ma and Rank Breeze. Profit on a $6,000 investment would be upwards of are back. Welcome back to the Cash Leads podcast where we break down the sport of money and high performance. The game is cash flow and we deep dive with athletes, entrepreneurs and high performers from any walk of life. If mastery and assets are words that get your attention, this show is made for you. The Cash Leads podcast is brought to you by Boost CBD. At Boost, we make cannabis products for people who don't like getting high, utilizing only CBD for performance and recovery. If you are the type of person who wakes up in the morning ready to conquer the day and you can't have anything slow you down because you have a team, a company, or loved ones who depend on you, Boost CBD is specially formulated to keep you in the game longer so you can get that extra rep, extra round, and hit new limits. Check out www.boost.ca. That's www.b-o-o-s-t.ca to find out which product is best for your body type. This show... Cannot happen without Dilly the Sound Guy and Brian Pham, a.k.a. the Asian Avengers. I am your host, Donnie Wong, a.k.a. Taking Lunch Money, a.k.a. CB Donnie, a.k.a. Donnie Bravo. You are joining us on a mission to get to episode 52, and this is episode 21. Today, Cash Leads, your guest, is a true-to-the-bone entrepreneur. He is the founder and director of Rank Breeze, an Airbnb SEO SaaS company. That stands for Software as a Service for you non-nerds out there. And basically, he just runs shit online. And today, we are deep diving into the art of Airbnb SEO and the lifestyle of a business founder. Please welcome our guest, Calvin Ma. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers, my friend. Cheers, cheers, cheers. There you go. That's the right one. I was wondering why that, why there were people laughing at me. You pressed that one. Calvin Ma. (laughs) It's actually this one. Hey. Calvin, welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you. Thank you for having me and inviting me. Thank you for coming to me. Let's, Let's just deep dive right in. A lot of people already know who you are. A lot of people have asked, like, say say hi for me. And uh, I put your name in an Airbnb group, and people were like, I said, uh, the CEO of Rank Breeze. And then someone came like, Calvin Ma? Yes. I'll be tuning into your shitty show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad so, you So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Who are you? What do you do? 
Sure. Uh, so my name is Kelvin Ma. I uh, operate a software company called RankBreeze that is essentially Airbnb SEO. And if you don't know what Airbnb SEO is, it it's, uh, it's a software that helps you get better search visibility inside of the Airbnb platform. And uh, we also have uh, another company as well, which is called Higher Bookings, uh, higherbookings.com. Really similar to what's going on with Cashleads. You know, Cashleads is, is Donnie's um, media company, we'll call it. The media part of the CBD uh, part of his business, and that's what we do. So we use Higher Bookings to uh, reach a wider audience, and then uh, Rank Breeze is our product that we offer. Awesome. Awesome. Higher bookings. So higher bookings is kind of like the media arm. That's where you develop all the content. That's where you go and get the audience. And then the, the, the product obviously being uh, rank breeze. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So how long have you started this for? Cause I think I just kind of dropped myself in. And for those who are listening, I am, I am a customer. Okay. I follow along the journey. I am lucky enough to have you in the city. So I get to like call you out uh, to meet me and harass you nonstop for Airbnb stuff. So I want to thank you for that first and foremost. But how long has you been doing the company for? Uh, I think it's been about two years. So this was originally called the remote scale because I don't know. I don't really know why I called it remote scale. It was just a, a, a random name that I thought was cool. And then, yeah, just started putting out content. So it all it started out with content first. And then, um, yeah, and then actually it became a service. And then from the service, it became a software uh, product. So there's been a couple different different iterations of that. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. So it's about, yeah, two years. Very cool. And w- how come it started in that order? Because, and, and I want to get this right, it was content, service, and then SaaS. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. And then can you walk us through like the journey of how it all started? Sure. So um, what, what happened is that uh, you know, you, you just start doing Airbnb first yep. <laughs> and then you realize that the way that they organize your listing on Airbnb doesn't really make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, being like, a, I'm, you know, I'm an SEO person by trade. So it's, it's just something you, you notice. And Airbnb at the end of the day is a search engine. So for me, I was just kind of started nerding out a little bit, seeing what people were talking about. Uh, dove into there's you know a small cell of people out there on their hosts that really care about the the things that are going on with the Airbnb algorithm and, and I'm one of those people so I just kind of got tapped in that world and then uh, just started writing about experiments and whatnot and then uh, yeah was just like okay well this is like how you optimize listing and stuff like that and people were like can you do this for me and I said sure and then we just did it and um, yeah so then and then after that while we were kind of doing this, uh, this, this service, we realized that, you know, we need to ensure that our, our clients are getting, uh, the, the performance that, that we're saying they're getting. So we'd have to like constantly check the, the Airbnb rankings. And, uh, that was all manual. So we were like, okay, well, this can probably be solved by technology. And that was the first step to, to um, solving that issue or scratching our own issue realistically. Awesome, awesome. Okay, now here's, here's I want to, now I, you've got, you've filled my brain with tons of questions. First and foremost, have you ever created a SaaS product or programmed anything before? No, no. So um, I'm, I'm non-technical is, is what they say. And, uh, but I do have a, a partner. So I have a co-founder, uh, his name's Casper. And uh, he lives in Poland, actually. So that probably opens up a lot of questions. Polish guy in Casper. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so no, that's, uh, that's not really how it, it got started. So what, what I did was, I've, I've, I'm not a stranger to, to hiring people in any way. So mm-hmm. 
that's just what I did. I just hired somebody and I told them what I wanted and I found a person <laughs> to to uh, build me like uh, what's known as an MVP or like a minimum viable product. Right. And then, uh, yeah, just that was that was pretty much it. So awesome. Awesome. OK, I want to I want to jump into the beginning because on this show we have people who are looking for um, a different revenue stream. We have people who are very much involved in Airbnb, obviously, because I've been in myself. And then we have a lot of just entrepreneurs. So I want to touch on all three pieces. So first off, Airbnb. What are your thoughts on Airbnb as a as a revenue stream? Uh, well, Airbnb is awesome because, <laughs> well, you, you you don't honestly know how awesome it is until you actually do it, right? Like the, so true. Like as soon as you you pretty much as soon as you go online, you're well, at least in my experience, was like you'd get a booking like mm -hmm. pretty quick because yeah. what happens is, and there's a little bit of a nerdy thing, but like what happens is that uh, Airbnb, at the, when you first upload your listing onto Airbnb, uh, they're going to give you uh, better organic reach. So uh, they'll actually boost you up in the search rankings because you're a new listing and because they want you to get a quick win. So for them, that's kind of like maybe your aha moment, right? So most software, there's this aha moment that you're supposed to get. Probably with any product, you're supposed to get like an aha moment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, that's probably what Airbnbs is, at least on the on the aspect of being a host. Right. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a great way to enter into the real estate business if yes. you if you if you kind of want to 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 be in that world but obviously being in real estate can be very expensive mm -hmm. so uh you know you can just do the rental arbitrage model and uh essentially get people to lease their well you can lease their place from them and then you can make uh a profit on there but that's just one model of course there's like you know you can every deal is different absolutely absolutely myself i know we do rental arbitrage with reasonable success and so rental arbitrage i'm all about i think that's what a lot of people are asking me about personally online um especially in the instagrams or anyone i run into recently they're always asking did you buy the property how do you buy the property how do you put down payment and really rental arbitrage is the way for me uh just because again there's no money down there's no risk and for the most part it was just hey being an entrepreneur when you see airbnb it's a business in a box you mean i don't have to sell i don't have to market I don't have to do any sort of the, the processing, the payment processing. All I have to do is do the end result. And then you're going to bring the customers to me. Sign me up. So once we get started, then we start talking about the SEO and whatnot, right? So this is interesting because this is actually how I think Yumi really started connecting. Because I randomly went on, um, as any one of the Airbnb journey would go, eventually they're going to end up in the SEO. How do I get my listing viewed by more people. So I go on YouTube and I search up um, Airbnb SEO and boom, your face pops up. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> I have had a lot of drunken nights with this guy. <laughs> but that what was, in, what was incredible was that your content was better than everyone else's content, specifically in the SEO realm. And it was incredible because everyone else, and there's great, great channels out there, right? And for those who are watching, if you're in the Airbnb, uh, Airbnb space, the greatest channels I know right off the bat are obviously Airbnb Automated. He's amazing. And uh, STRU, the short-term rental with Richard, whatever his name is. Great. Absolutely fantastic. They teach, uh, one teaches more lifestyle and more finances. And then Airbnb Automated teaches actually the operations, right? Yours was completely different because you went, you deep dived into SEO. And I still think you're the only one because even on YouTube, you're the only one that pulls up that has that type of in-depth videos. And when I looked at it, they were, you know, seven, eight, nine months old and whatnot. And that's how we started connecting. So when, was that what, 
that was the logical progression. You started making the content to help people. Yep. And then people started coming and asking you, hey, can you do this for me? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. It was just, uh, um, I- I'm not going to lie. I mean, that was part of that whole aspect. You know, I'm not going to create content for fun. There is like a, uh, as a content marketer, uh, you, you do want to use that for whatever possibilities may, may bring for you. And yeah, that just happened to be the, the line of events that occurred when you help people first <laughs> and then uh, show them something. And, and you know, uh, the Airbnb business is not easy either. You know, there's a Thank lot you. of... <laughs> Thank you. It is, it is not easy. It is, uh, you know, if you can imagine running a hotel is, is probably pretty difficult, but then you've, you're running hotels all over the place yes too so <laughs> uh you know so that's also tip number you know that's also a good tip is, is if you're going to get properties you you want to have them a little bit closer to each other so yes and closer downtown just because it, it lowers the risk and, and whatnot um but uh uh yeah but yeah content is is where we we all started and and uh still is to be honest with you so uh we we've kind of taken a pause on on content uh just because uh we're busy kind of working yep. in the business rather than on the business. The, the natural flow of an entrepreneur <laughs> build the monster and then the monster takes over. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm doing so much <laughs> like support. <laughs> uh, so all these service tickets, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we're going to, we're going to get back and, and I'm, I'm, uh, I've got, I do have a bunch of content actually just in the pipeline that uh, just needs me to to upload, basically. No, and, and you know what? I feel the exact same because um, even for myself, things are really ramping up. Boost is really ramping up. Um, Airbnbs are ramping up as well. And then, of course, with the Cash Leads uh, podcast, we obviously we have the, uh, the the recording company soon. And now I find myself where I can't, I, I, I don't have the content ready or I just don't have the time to even put it to, uh, edit it together and put it out. So I, I feel you on that. But what, what I really want to touch on is exactly where you started with putting out the content first and helping people. Because I really think what's happening, especially in Instagram with the guru um, economy that we're in right now, everyone's looking for the shortcut, the 30-day abs, be a millionaire in 60 days, have a, have a seven-figure drop shipping business in six days, uh, 30 days, you'll have a, a thriving Airbnb business, all these bogus claims that these gurus are making. And really, it, it, that's not how it starts. That's never how it starts. And then the thing about the get rich quick scheme is that it doesn't work. The only person that gets rich is the pitch, the person pitching. And so out of, wh- how would you recommend to people who are stifled because they don't know what type of content to make? Uh, well, if you can, I don't know, explain it. So, uh, if you have a, uh, a problem that you want to solve mm-hmm. <laughs> for people, that probably makes sense to, to write content around there. Uh, you know, uh, if, if you're familiar with sales funnels at the, there's the top of the funnel, the middle of the funnel and the bottom of the funnel, right? right. So, so most of the content, if not all of the content that we actually create is all bottom of the funnel. We're not at a point where we are creating top of the funnel. You know, I'm not creating content on, on, uh, you know, uh, room decor ideas for, for your Airbnb. Cause that's just not what we, what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we might uh, when we run out of the bottom or the middle of the funnel content, right? Because those people are going to find us once they once they reach that stage. Bingo. So it it just makes more sense for us to to actually, uh, if you're gonna if you're thinking about, uh, you got to think about what people are interested in, and you want to like create core content pieces around there. I mean, every like a successful business doesn't really need. Uh, 
they, they probably don't need, you know, hundreds of pieces of content. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the, some of the biggest companies just have like 10 pieces of content, like cornerstone pieces of content that they can drive that answer any of their, uh, their avatars, uh, uh, questions. And an avatar is just kind of like your, your, your most ideal customer. Perf man. As simple as it may sound now that we're kind of more deeper in the game, um, the, the beginning entrepreneurs or the aspiring hustlers, if we will, who may have a full-time job and they know they have a talent, they just don't know how to get it out there. I think that's really key. You don't have to do all these amazing pieces of content every single time. In fact, no one can. You can't put up fire content with every single fucking post. That's not actually how it works. And what you said was incredible because the, 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 um, the 10 pieces of pillar the pillars of your content and speak to your ideal customer. Can you can you just help the beginners understand what ideal customer is? Uh, sure. So, well, actually, I'll tell you a little bit of a story. So, uh, my 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 partner Casper, he went to this uh, product management project management. Oh, I'm not going to dive into that. He just went to a conference. He went to a conference, came back, and was like, "I think we need to create avatars." And I, I the whole time I've uh, I was. I just, I just didn't really give it much thought. Uh, but as soon as we started breaking down our business, uh, even people who are Airbnb hosts, no matter what your business is, it is actually, uh, it's not fluff. Uh, it is, it, it actually matters when you can basically be like, uh, uh, we have like, uh, we have a, a one who is like premium Thomas. Premium Thomas is, is, is the guy who, who really wants the best for everything. It yes. doesn't matter what he wants. doesn't matter. It, it's like he wants the best sheets for his place. He wants the best software. He wants the best everything. That's just his personality. So that's for us is, you know, somebody who's, who's ideal for us because, uh, you know, they, 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 they're willing to pay for our, our, our services and, uh, uh, and well, they, they never, they never complain. <laughs> so that's, uh, so that's, true. you know, that's, so uh, true. that's a great thing. And then there's like, uh, you know, operational, uh, operational call-in. That's another person of ours. And that's just someone who, who manages like probably a really big, uh, uh, number of properties. And, and they, they, they know that this is important to their business. So they'll be a customer of ours. Uh, but it's kind of hard for them to, to kind of get in there and really use our software as much just because they, they're running a huge, uh, a huge business, right? right but, uh, right. but, but they know that this is a need. So they, they'll actually buy it and, and uh, have maybe somebody on their team handle it. But since they're an operations person, they got to train that person operationally to, to, to use it. So, um, yeah. So avatars are super important if you are, uh, keen on, on creating content at least. Cause then you know who you're writing to, uh, or, or speaking to whether it's a podcast or a video. Right. I want to jump in there as well, because, um, not only does it help with the content, but it also helps with your product. It helps with your end product to understand who you're developing this product for because say and we can use airbnb as an example um you're a guy who will spend where money's not an an issue with his with his accommodations he just wants the best so what you want to do is design something that has the best location the best convenience but more importantly all the bells and whistles all the creature comforts at the highest level and then charge the price accordingly because you're targeting exactly that customer that product is not the same as the bargain finder the bargain finder just wants price. They're price sensitive and they just want a deal. While price sensitive, you got to make sure you offer products that are contingent of the price sensitive. And you got to also understand like what type of customer you're going to get from there. And you have to, you know, service them accordingly. 
And I think that's the thing a lot of entrepreneurs don't understand. They, again, because we're so inundated with get rich quick. And again, I do find this is more higher intermediate level business type of strategy is understanding your, your, your customer profiles, your avatars. Right. And then when we talk to a lot of time, when I talk to the 20 year olds, uh, especially the 20 year olds, I tell them, make sure they solve the problem, but understand who they're serving. And that really changes the whole game, right? Cause every single decision, every single strategy is going towards the right clientele. Uh, so in, I, I think there are probably going to be some people that are, are like thinking, or saying to themselves, okay, that's great, but I have no customers, so I have no avatar to, to base the, this on. So in, in, uh, at least in the world of software or maybe anything realistically, there's, uh, there's a book, it's called The Lean Startup, fantastic book by, by Eric Reese. And uh, he just breaks down this, uh, this thing called like customer development. So customer development is where you just, uh, uh, well, you're like almost like interviewing your customers to develop you in your mind uh, what they really have as a need. Uh, so this the reason why you do that is just because, at least in the world of software, it's very expensive. So you want to actually talk to people as much as you can to figure out uh, whether or not this is going to work for you. And if, we, if we're going to stick with, like, the software topic, sometimes that means you have, like, a clickable prototype. So you'll go, uh, you know, you could create it in uh, Keynote or, or wherever or hire a designer. I would actually suggest... Hiring, hiring a designer is a good thing, by the way. So, because people are very skilled at those certain things yes. that uh, that uh, that you're not. So they, it, it's worth the money. But uh, yeah, they'll create something for you, and you can just go around and ask people, "Hey, would you, would you, uh, what would you?" Just give it to them and watch them like click around and stuff like that. Right. And, and then you can also ask them, you know, uh, what's like the most you would pay for this, mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, and uh, kind of go from there because. You want to be charging more. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I don't want to spend too much time in here because I do want to get into the, the meat of the, of the show and the meat of actually what you do here and what you've created. And that's, of course, it's Rank Breeze. Rank Breeze. So I love this because you're not a programmer, but you also have no worries, no problem, no, no, no uh, um, second thoughts about hiring someone. So how did you even vet out Casper and track down Casper to even build this product of yours? Oh sure. So Casper, uh, Casper is is my is my partner, my co-founder. So, but he didn't actually build the the first version of it. Mm -hmm. uh, what I did is I went to uh, Upwork. Upwork is a, a freelancing platform. It's the largest platform in the uh, freelancing platform in the world. You can find almost anyone on there to to do uh, to do anything probably. But uh, uh, even even like physical things like like hiring like an event manager or something like that. But uh, anyways, uh, on Upwork, yeah, I went over there, just kind of wrote out. An idea like just sketched out uh, what I had in my mind and uh, personally if I were to do it back over again I probably would have gone with a designer but at this point I was um, uh, green you might say so I just I just kind of yeah I just put up a job posting and then kind of described what I wanted and then I made sure to to uh, when you when you're hiring somebody you know uh, at least online you can put or at least on Upwork you can add little questions so I just wrote like hey um, how would you solve this issue? <laughs> like, what would you do, you know? And then uh, you can really tell, like, I don't know, even though you're not really technical, you can pretty much tell the people that are kind of, like, maybe bullshitting you a little right, bit. Right, right. So, um, yeah, you just want to make sure you ask the right question that would uh, that would that would kind of help them position themselves in a, in a bit of an authority for you, but also so that you know that you're not, like, getting screwed as well. Right, right, right. And, uh, yeah, just hired him. Uh, and 
he got it done in I think I think in like five days actually. So the first really, clickable version. No, no, like a like a full on. Oh wow! Yeah, it, yeah, a full on thing. So he he was really fast. Um, he was expensive, <laughs> but uh, you know he was like one of the highest bidders personally for the work. But that's what's going to happen. You know, anyone anyone you hire, which is the whole reason why uh, you know you want to charge higher prices for your products so you can hire the best people. Because exactly, the, most, the best people cost the most money. Exactly. Um, uh, at oh, least the man. ones. <laughs> that's, and you know what? Uh. And then, sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Hire the best people. Uh, you got your first. You got the first. The first model. But right. Hire the best people. Charge more so you can hire the best people, get the best talent, and grow the best company. Yeah. So he, uh, yeah, hired him, got it done for. Uh, uh, sorry, he he did it in like five days, and then we just kept working together, and the the. It, it basically just became very expensive mm-hmm. to 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 pay for him because uh, like we. Uh, I, I kind of got, like, I mean, I got customers pretty fast, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. So, because uh, I already had, like, uh, you know, customers previously and, like, somewhat of an audience. Uh, so, it was a little easy. And, and, you know, the price point was, like, so low, to be honest with you. I just wanted someone to pay something, realistically. That's what got to, me, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Not just I know you. I was like, damn, I'll pay for this. Yeah. So, um Oh, that's good. That's good information. <laughs> but, uh, that was your price was so good as without a doubt. Like, yep. <laughs> and um, yeah, so 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 yeah, it just became very expensive, and I think he had to go and and uh, basically he 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 uh, kind of told me that he he needed to step away from this project, which mm-hmm. is very very scary for someone who who has like customers and also is non technical. Um, mm-hmm. So it is it is very scary, and I just. Uh, I think I just like went on a forum <laughs> to be honest with you. Really? I don't remember exactly how it came out to be, but uh, I went on a, a forum called Indie Hackers. Indie Hackers is awesome, by the way. Uh, it's a, like one of the best communities out there, and it's just full of uh, uh, it's just full of people building like independent software. So they're not trying to build like these huge giant companies like Uber. They're just trying to like you know make an extra. A um, couple thousand dollars, maybe, maybe more than that, uh, depending on how ambitious they are. Interesting. Uh, and uh, yeah, most of them are technical. There are some like non-technical people like me, but uh, I would say the majority of the people there are are, are non-technical. But you know, uh, non-technical people also don't. Or sorry, uh, technical people, you know, that's their craft. So they're not like marketers. So they need like somebody to to, to help them, or like a business person, because they're they're very good at what they do. Um, and yeah, I just I think I had a f- my. I don't. I forget exactly. There was like a thread, and uh, somebody, somebody was, or the thread was something about I like if you need help, just say what you need help with, and and see what people in the community t- can do to to help you. And uh, Casper actually replied, and we went back and forth uh, on like kind of because I, I wasn't a hundred percent attached to to Rank Breeze personally, mm-hmm. uh, and I just met this person, so I was like, okay, well, I don't know if I just want to like bring him in. Yeah, totally. Maybe we'll do like a test project or right. something like that, which uh, before you you jump in bed with somebody, and uh, <laughs> well, I just kind of got desperate. So so what happened? <laughs> it happens. <laughs> yeah. So happens. so uh, we talked for look, quite a while. Look who I ended up with. <laughs> Dilly, the sound guy back here. <laughs> Dilly's awesome. <laughs> uh, so. We, yeah, we went back and forth, very long emails. He, he actually just, you know, what caught my attention is because he was, uh, w- well, he was, he was from Poland and he had great English and uh, he was very thorough. And you, you, you can tell a lot from someone's writing, mm-hmm. uh, especially if you work online. Uh, it's really sometimes the only way for you can, how you can judge somebody. But uh, uh, went back and forth and I was just like, okay, well, 
um, none of these ideas for us are really gelling and I need someone now. Mm-hmm. So why don't I just like pay you? Uh, to, to help me out because he was just leaving his job. He'd been like a software developer for like 10 plus years at an agency. Mm-hmm. So I knew he was qualified. Plus he sent me like this, uh, this like this contest that he went and went into is like a machine learning contest. And he mm-hmm. got like six in the world or something like that. So I was like, okay, well he's, he's probably pretty capable of, 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 of doing this. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he just, uh, yeah, I was just like, okay, well let's, let's just work together at that point. He, he 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 actually said that he didn't want to get paid, uh, which was interesting. He didn't. He said he didn't want me to treat him like a, uh, or he didn't want to treat me like a client. So he just decided uh, that. And I mean, we you know we had customers already, so he's walking into a pretty sweet deal right, in a right, sense. Right. Uh, and yeah, so yeah, that's basically what it came down to. And we just uh, we we just kind of decided that we would work together. Uh, and we had actually never met uh, at that point because it's pretty far right. from uh, Calgary. That's where, where we are right now. And you and mean the exact opposite part of the planet? Yes. Like, if, like to get Poland, we'd drill a hole straight down, and we'd hit Poland. I, I don't know if that's true, but uh, it's, it's probably very likely that we'd be near yeah, there. <laughs> yeah. We'll make it 20 degrees right around the equator, oh, or okay. around, the, around the, the, the core, and we might hit Poland. Like get hot. Uh, but luckily, I was actually in the – I was in, like, Germany mm-hmm. – uh, like a couple months later, once we had kind of uh, established that we would be working together, and Germany is only, I think it's like a six-hour drive, maybe from 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 uh, from Poland. So at that point, I was thinking, if this guy doesn't meet me, uh, he's obviously not going to be serious, right? Because <laughs> I was there for a different reason; it just happened to be at the good timing. So yeah, he came and met me, and. That was weird. <laughs> you know, like it is weird. It's weird. You know, you, yeah, you don't yeah, yeah, know yeah. this person, but you kind of do, you know, right. and uh, he's great. So we just like went to some coffee shop and basically we're like, all right. It's hilarious. So you guys had your entrepreneur first blind date. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we were already uh, partners somewhat. So <laughs> yeah, it was an arranged entrepreneur wedding. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. We, we just met in the, we we, uh, we just met and we walked over and uh, I think we like had dinner together <laughs> and we 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 just tried our best to to take make the most of that time mm-hmm. and that was really about you know like figuring out specifics like mm-hmm. you know what percent of what are you going to get uh, and what am I going to keep and like you know how far do you want to go with this mm-hmm. um, uh, and and whatnot so that's yeah that's what we did and I think I only had like three three days. And I want to jump in this because this is this is great, and this is a point where I hope all entrepreneurs get an opportunity to do this: is uh, is is vetting a founder. And do you remember what questions you had for him? Like which ones you're like, okay, these ones I'm ready for. Um, these are what's important to me. Uh, honestly, no. <laughs> it, was just, it, was just, it was it was like game time. Well, I needed him, so <laughs> and I still do. Um, so it was it, it was uh, it was it was very easy for, for awesome. me. Awesome. Uh, and I mean, I, you know, I, I still had to pitch him a little bit mm-hmm. on, on certain things and stuff like that. Like I do know, I know, I know, I know another person who has a business that's very similar mm-hmm. to mine, but in a different area. So mine's for Airbnb, but he has a, also has a SEO business in, uh, in a, in a, in a different field, uh, not Google SEO, but, uh, yeah, uh, he, he's done pretty good for himself. Awesome. Um, so I was just like, you know, I think there's probably something here and, Definitely. uh, yeah. And you know, it, it's clear. Cause like, 
you know, I, I'm showing, like, we have our little Slack group and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and we've got, like, a little channel, so every time, like, a sale comes in, he knows, because I'm not trying to hide anything from him, but yeah. it's also encouraging, you know, Absolutely. as well, like, hey, don't give up. <laughs> <laughs> Bills just getting paid. Payroll's still getting paid. Don't yeah. worry. We're afloat. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I absolutely love this, Calvin. And um, and those of you who are just joining us on the live on the Cash Leads podcast, please feel free to ask any questions. We have Calvin Mahe. We just got his story. He now, he's uh, he had his idea. He put out the content for it constantly about uh, Airbnb SEO was his wheelhouse. And then from there, he started getting requests to help him actually service other people's Airbnbs. In which case, he said, you know what? I'm going to take technology and turn this into something, A, to cut down my time. But obviously, I know that there's a demand for this. So now he found his founder. He's in Germany. He meets his founder in Poland. They hash together this deal. And now they have a company. So let's get into the Airbnb SEO. Let's get right into this, okay? So um, obviously we know that some things that are price, the, the Airbnb is a little bit price sensitive. So if, obviously if you, if you drop the prices, boom, you're going to show up pretty quickly there. But what are some other guidelines you'd say that other people are missing on the, Air, on the uh, uh, Airbnb SEO? Uh, well, <laughs> I don't know if this is surprising or not, but uh, at least in my experience, it, 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 it's, uh, it, it does come up. And that is that you're... It's not really, I mean, it is SEO, but it's also not. It's just about having a good listing. Yes. You, you know, I, there are people out there that are like, hey, what like, what do you think about my listing? I'm not getting any bookings. And, uh, you know, you go to their listing and it's like, it's it's like a, a photo that they've taken on their on their on their cell phone, you know. And it's like, I love those tight bathroom shots. You can't see shit. Yeah, and there's like you know the guy oh. standing there, the toilets open and stuff like yeah. that. You know, you just you got to think a little bit more. And, and like SEO is just uh, SEO is, is is technical certainly, right? But it is uh, one of the parts, one of the many parts of of, of marketing. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you just want to pay attention to metrics and things like that, like your click through rate, because that's important, right? Like that's a metric that Airbnb gives you inside of your dashboard, but how you affect your click-through rate is by having a better photo and you know probably like 80 percent photo maybe 90 percent photo and like well maybe like 99 percent photo mm. <laughs> and and one te- percent uh, of the actual title but titles are important for mm-hmm. for for seo um copywriters everywhere are swearing at you right now <laughs> yeah. well no i'm saying it because of the fact is that uh uh if if well Nobody probably looks at the Airbnb search. Well, maybe Donnie does, but uh, uh, at least I look at like different parts of the world and stuff like that. So, so I have a slightly different uh, uh, um, input in my in my head there. But uh, w- if you ever go on Airbnb and you kind of like type in, let's say uh, Montreal downtown or something like that, mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. you're you're gonna if if you're on the homepage, you're gonna see a drop down that pops up, uh, and uh, you're gonna see. You, you might see some like actual homes there. And the reason why those homes are there is because it says Montreal downtown in the title. Right. So like that's SEO right there yeah. is that the tight is that this listing is showing up there because the, the keyword is in the title at the very beginning. So it's mm-hmm. like some, it's actually like, you know, pretty simple uh, at the end of the day. So uh, that's, that's one thing. Um, and I guess people, if, if you are Airbnb host, uh, you you shouldn't use emojis in your in your in your title because it's uh, it's against terms of service. We used to use that. Oh really? So like yeah. those stars and those weird. Sometimes they have those really weird emojis. Don't do that in a title. No no don't do don't put any any emojis. No in emojis title. in the title. Yeah. I mean people do still yeah. um, just because 
it's like pretty widespread. Mm -hmm. But yeah, certainly in like the Airbnb terms of service, there's like a new thing that basically said, don't like if you put can't put emojis in your title, otherwise we'll kick you off the platform. Wow. And so and I mean, they'll they probably just have that just because. Right. Like they might find something else wrong with your thing. Right. But that's just an extra thing on top of it that they can just add in, um, which is, you know, that's platform risk at the end of the day. Right. 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 See, it's funny because and, and let me ask you this, because you just said um, I, I may have heard this wrong, but you said the the keyword in the order in your title. So th- would it matter if you said like um, a beautiful sub penthouse downtown Montreal? Would that be different from downtown Montreal? sub penthouse uh yeah from from what we've seen that wow. uh yeah having it at the beginning of the title is uh is more effective than wow. having it uh at the back there but you know we have seen like I, i've seen somebody's listing which was like you know uh let's say montreal downtown uh park avenue or something like that basically like their entire thing was like you know park avenue something hospital S- yeah you know like for hot <laughs> keyword it, yeah it was just basically all like landmark Right, um, right. Which is, I don't know, smart. Very cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. And what else? What, what else? Because I know for Airbnb, um, things like the the quality of your pictures, definitely. So anyone out there who's getting the Airbnb, make sure you have professional pictures. But something about, like, the brightness of the pictures? Yeah. So, uh, well, I don't, well, I don't know if the brightness really matters, but, like, there's, there's just uh, – there's certain – well, if – on our blog, I don't actually remember what it's called. I think it's like hirebookings.com forward slash Airbnb dash verified photos. So uh, Airbnb dash verified dash photos. So that is like, there's like an entire case study basically uh, where we put together and it's like, it's like completely data driven where, uh, yeah, it's like all measured for uh, like, we, get, we basically give you examples. Like this is what, this is what happened. Uh, this is how much this listing was making at this point. And then once we like brightened up the photos, this is how much money it made afterwards. Yeah, I've read so that. There was like a whole, yeah, there's like a, there's like 12 maybe attributes that are important for a photo. And these are not like mind blowing. Like if you are a photographer, you probably already know these things. One of them is called like the, the rule of thirds. So the rule of thirds is, is, uh, you know, if you've ever used your, your, like a professional camera or maybe on your, on your phone, there's like the little square the grid lines. Option. Yeah, exactly. The right. grid options. That's exactly what the rule of thirds is. And, um, uh, yeah, it's like simple, basic things like that that are probably really, uh, not basic for a professional photographer, but majority of you know majority of Airbnb hosts are not, not, um, not, uh, not professional photographers. But uh, I mean, beyond photos and stuff like that, there are like more technical things mm-hmm. that are involved. Uh, if you can think of like Airbnb as uh, Airbnb is a search engine, and the, it's not like the Google search engine, but I'm sure it, it like it does take aspects of 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 what's important in that search engine and adds it into their into the into how they organize their rankings on Airbnb but you know most likely it makes more sense to to compare them to Amazon because Amazon is a marketplace that's like it's marketplace SEO versus like traditional Google SEO um, because it's more dynamic and, and things like that right when things run out then they got to move uh, a thing uh, they got to move uh, a product or something like that in in its position but anyways uh, one metric that's important is is uh, time on page so how long somebody spends on your listing is uh, is really important so the longer you can make somebody spend 
time on your listing that does eventually convert, of course, like, com- well, bookings are, you know, that's going to be like the number one thing, you oh, know, right, right, right. <laughs> you know, the, are the, people buying? Yeah, exactly. Like they're not buying yeah, your so, shit sucks. Yeah. So like, I guarantee you this, like, that's actually like, the number one rule of business. <laughs> If, if your listing is not, sh- you know, the listing is showing up at the top there. The reason why they're on there is because they're getting tons of bookings. It's like that circle of success, right? One booking after another booking. And for Airbnb, they're like, oh, why would we not show this person right. on? Because we, 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 we care about bookings across the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, for them, it's like it, it's they can't inspect every listing. It literally is like a number for them, right? So mm-hmm. for them, they're just using big data. And some of that big data involves how long somebody spends on your listing. So if you can make your listing, um, you know, a little bit longer, that's uh, certainly helpful because then you're kind of pushing down the rest of your competitors. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you could put like a little riddle in there if you want to, you know, like, hey, uh, if somebody tells us what the, uh, the the name of the football team is for Calgary, we'll give you like a 5% discount or something like that. Oh, interesting. Very, very, very interesting. So, um, yeah, that's, that's one metric. Yes. Cool. And, and is there any, like, can you give us any like juicy little gold nuggets, anything that you can release to the audience right now for, for the, for the, for the avid Airbnb ears, the avid Airbnb ears. Um, (laughs) I don't know if I really have like anything. I I don't know. I, I think that all the stuff that I have is, is, is already out there. Um, nothing is like mind blowing except for, uh, you know, keywords are like important in mm-hmm. your in your title. Um, making sure that your your listing is is kind of like broken down into sections. That's like very helpful. Some people have like blocks of text, right? right like right, you don't right. want blocks of text. This is just like marketing one hundred and one, right? Yep. There's SEO, uh, and that's you know that's like SEO is like search engine optimization. So it's like, you know, you kind of pay attention to metrics, but those metrics are ultimately driven by the way that somebody reacts mm-hmm. on your listing, right? So. Um, uh, uh, maybe like one thing would be if you have a large listing, uh, which is, uh, you know, like let's say it's an entire home. So you can split that listing into different listings, right? You can have uh, the parent listing, which is what it's called, which is like the entire listing. And then you can break it down like the upstairs is a listing. And then also the downstairs is a listing. And uh, in order for you to make sure that those listings don't get double booked, which is possible, you just like kind of link your calendars up. But uh, beyond that, though, you can really use that you can really use that strategy of having more listings on there to take up more space when somebody's looking and you can essentially like manipulate somebody's uh, uh, maybe like thought patterns and like how they're going to book just simply by, you know, how you position your listings. You could probably make one of your listings like ultra, ultra attractive, right? Like, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, your, your, your parent listing, which is your whole home might be like uh, X, Y, Z price. Right. And then uh, your, your or well xyz price is probably not a good example let's say like a hundred dollars hundred dollars a night or something like that and then you've got like your you've got your uh you've got your 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 basement suite which is like a hundred dollars too and you've got the upstairs area it's like a hundred dollars too it's like why would you choose either of those when you just choose this one so essentially uh you want to like you know bump up those other prices there especially on the weekend right right further along weekends are uh, weekends are the most important thing, right? So if like, if there's one thing you're going to do when you, w- whether you're doing Airbnb or not doing Airbnb, well, uh, is, is that you just, all your weekends are going to be packed. So yeah. like, uh, well, they should be packed realistically, right? Like if there's one thing you can depend on when you're starting your Airbnb is that you're going to have at least, uh, you know, your Fridays and Saturdays most likely booked 52 times. Uh, if, if you're going to be open that many times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Here's a question for you because you have, you get such a swath of data. You get to work with such global clients. Which cities do you find are 
the hottest cities is maybe a bad word for it, but very active cities. Um, I don't know, to be honest with you. I don't think I have uh, like that type of insight gotcha. personally, just because we we kind of only like work with people depending on on where they are. Right. Uh, I mean, I personally like Austin, Texas is probably like a pretty decent place. I uh, bet for 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 Airbnbs because it's uh, it's pretty popping and uh, they it's a pretty small population too. It's not that much real estate. Um, it's like you know pretty popular city. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what would be the best investment. Um, mm. I like I just uh, I just I was on the phone today with 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 somebody. Uh, and this is, I don't know if it's a segue or not, but like, I, I think some people don't really realize like how big, like some people's Airbnb businesses are mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, at least I didn't realize that, you know, like just like an Amazon seller, you might think somebody's selling on Amazon. It's like some big corporation. It's like really just like some dude in a, in his like garage or something like that. And it's the same thing with like Airbnb. As soon as I realized, okay, there's people that have, you know, five units. There's people who have like a hundred units. There's people who have thousand units a thousand units yeah i mean uh well yeah like i mean some what? of the, those are the big companies <laughs> those are the big companies um uh like vicasa would be one um, right uh what's the other one i don't know there's there's a bunch i mean there's sure, a there's sure. a there's a few right now that have gotten a bunch of funding and those guys like, like the lyrics and the saunders alfred i believe is one of them yeah saunder was the one that i was thinking about actually yeah, they got so. the 190 from from big papa airbnb i think in funding uh, I think that was lyric. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, coming for you, Sonder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, Sonder was that experience for us, like, because we had a call with them and uh, they were saying, you know, like, oh, we're gonna like get our like, th- you know, we're looking to get like pretty much like a thousand. They have like a thousand units in in uh, wow. in in New Orleans. No. So they at that point at that scale, they're actually working with the city, right? So like, really, yeah, they work with the city in order to. Um, like popularize or uh, you know a specific part of the the area, uh, whether they're doing construction or something like that. So mm-hmm. they have to, because their business is so dependent on that city mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. that they really need to be uh, in touch with them to 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 work with it. So so the scale of Airbnb can be as big as you want it realistically. Right. Right. Like you can you can stop at uh, you can stop at ten units, uh, or not. Right. I mean, you're probably pretty happy with ten units, but you can also go for fifty units too. Right. Right. And um, yeah, and at that point, it's just kind of like doing the same thing, but just at uh, like at a different scale. You just well, you're more into it at that point, right? Like Absol- well, absolutely, <laughs> you're fully fully invested, and in, in the operations and the marketing, yeah, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do film in a chop shop, guys, uh, and all that does definitely comes in. Uh, it, it reaches a whole different scale, right? Like even myself, when we were doing one to two, anyone can do one. Right, anyone, any one person can actually run two Airbnbs. Mm-hmm. One person can run two Airbnbs very profitably, actually. Right, especially if you uh, don't have a full time job. Two Airbnbs could actually make you have quite a good living. Mm-hmm. Right now, once you get to your fourth Airbnb, that's when things uh, get. It's a lot to handle. And I was recently in Montreal. Get this, I was recently in Montreal. I stayed in Airbnb downtown. This guy said he had 11 Airbnbs he's running by himself. And I looked at him. Oh, I forget his name at the time. I was like, oh, my God, dude, you you cleaned them all yourself? He's like, yeah, I cleaned them all myself. I was like, you must have no time for anything. And you could just see he was just, he was just ragged, right, run down. And he's like, I have no time to study. I have no time for this, 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 that. And I just, 
I just had to help him. I was like, you need to get a cleaner yeah. <laughs> immediately. Because, you know, I ran out of a few things. I'm like, hey, dude, I, I don't have, like, it was something, like, pretty essential. Like, uh, it might have been the dish towels or paper towel. It was paper towel. Mm-hmm. Essentials. I think you need one roll of toilet paper. And I was like, hey, man, like, you got to help me out here. You got to <laughs> give me these. And he had to run down to, like, London Drugs or something and give me this bag. And I was like, you just went to the most expensive place and grabbed me, like, four items. And I was like, I got, and all I could think of was, oh, my God, his inventory must be off. Like, he must be buying everything separately. He's running around. He's doing his own cleaning. Um, he must be trying to do his customer service, everything by himself. And I just felt so sorry for the guy. But it scales up exponentially. Yeah, I mean, there, that's the classic example of, of, like, working in your business versus uh, on, on, business. on your business. And I actually, I actually know someone in Calgary who... Uh, who who has eleven listings as well? Mm-hmm. Uh, but he he also has a full time job. Um, so I'm actually I, I don't really know how he does it. I think wow. like maybe his wife helps him. Right, right, right. Uh, but it's still pretty crazy to me, you know. And he's like keeps telling me that he's like, oh, I don't know how I can keep this up. And I'm thinking, well, you need to get more units so you can hire more people. <laughs> this is what you, what you what you need to do. Does he have all eleven in town? Yeah, they're all they're all in town. Um, I think they're all in Sunnyside, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, that's just yeah down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, he he doesn't sound as stressed out as that guy that that, that you talked about, but maybe that's uh, maybe that's because I caught him on a good day or something. Like that. <laughs> I, I personally wouldn't want that, you know. Like, I mean, y- you can you can you can the 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 charges that people are paying on Airbnb has that cleaning charge built in. Yes, it. exactly. So you can just like dedicate that money to your cleaner. And um, yeah, I mean, there's just a matter of like, you know, I, I mean, I don't really, uh, well, actually I didn't, I didn't mind cleaning Airbnbs personally. Mm-hmm. Like I thought I was like, I did a pretty good job, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, it's, it's also, there's, you don't have to do that. There's other people that are going to do that for you. So you just hire them and you can, you can sometimes even charge a little bit more than that. Right. You can, you can charge a little bit more and just keep a little bit of the profit too. Right. Absolutely. Um, but of course that might hurt your conversions. As yes, well. yes, 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 absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like talking to, uh, my friend Derek today actually, and, uh, he has, uh, he is on his way to, well, he wants 150 units. Awesome. But he's at like 100, mm-hmm. so it's still pretty good. <laughs> it's, it's okay, I guess. Yeah, it's pretty good. So he's Amateur st- hour. He started a long time ago, so he's been doing this for uh, 12 years, actually. On Airbnb? No, uh, this is before Airbnb. So like he, wow. he's been, he's like a, re- he's a vacation rental veteran, you might say. Uh, and he, he, he actually operates in two places so uh he he just recently moved i think last week actually so he moved from seattle to uh to to hawaii actually so his other properties in hawaii that's literally my airbnb dream <laughs> that's what that's he's doing literally my airbnb dream is yeah. to uh, damn but sorry go on no that's that's like that's that's it though like he he's kind of built the systems and stuff like that and that stuff is running uh really well and he just he, he had a partner in Hawaii that, uh, so he owned 100% of the stuff in, in Seattle, but then he had a partner in Hawaii that uh, that was a real estate agent and uh, needed some help. And uh, at that point, you know, they were already partners, but he was kind of like, I need you like, I need you to come here mm-hmm. to, to, to help me out. And, uh, you know, who's going <laughs> to, it's Hawaii, right? So yeah. <laughs> moving from Seattle to Hawaii would be like a dream come true probably. And I think uh, moving anywhere to Hawaii is a dream come true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's what he's doing. And he's, yeah, he's just, he just moved there like last week and he's, he's about to, yeah, he wants to do, he wants to be at 150 by the end of the, uh, end of the year. 
And I, you know, honestly, I, I don't doubt he's going to get there. Right. You know, getting to 100 is no different than getting to 150. No, I don't think so either. I, no. I really don't think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every, uh, the really complexity after that is just the, the, the proximity of your, um, of the units, right? If, you, if you're really spread out from state to state or even city to city, obviously that really pulls apart your, it stretches out your resources. You got to bring more people on. But let's say if like 99 are in Seattle and one's Hawaii, <laughs> the man's living good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, he's got like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little more evenly split, I think, mm-hmm. uh, for, for, his, for his case. But yeah, I mean, he, it's just certain things. You know, I asked him, I was like, so wh- what would you do if you could rebuild your business over mm-hmm. again? Uh, and he, he just said that he would think more about like scaling mm-hmm. uh, earlier on because for him, it kind of like hit him like a, like a, like a brick wall almost at that point. So, so he just like, he basically like all of his coffee, cl- all, all of his coffee machines are exactly the same. Yeah. All of the bed sheets, exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. is exactly the same. Um, not so far to the point where it's like, uh, um, super systematized. Uh, but like, f- and, and I, the, how I, how I'm saying super systematized is simply that, uh, I, I talked to another, another guy that I know from, from Montreal. Uh, he's, he's kind of like building up his, his properties uh, in in Mexico. I'm not gonna say where, just because it's uh, it's private. But um, uh, he's building. Don't, up his w- don't worry, no one watches this show. Just, just between <laughs> you and me, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> no, people will. People will. Uh, and uh, yeah, so like he he has it so systematized to the point where he he's like, okay, the coffee machine has to be on the right hand side. Oh like, wow, for people. Wow. So like all of this stuff is like like you like no matter what listing he has, yeah. coffee machine's on the right-hand side right. of the kitchen. Interesting. So, so it's like, it's that scaled at that right. point. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, good stuff. Wow. <laughs> that scaled. Is there, now, now that you've seen as, uh, as, as, the, as big as the breadth of examples have you seen, have you seen anyone do any different type of model? Because it sounds like everyone wants to systemize, everyone wants to, um, everyone wants to do... I don't want to say cookie cutter, but they do want to be able to have tight controls. Have you seen anyone do more boutique style? Have you seen anyone? Cause, and, and I throw this out because of that one Ninja Turtle listing in New York, the Ninja Turtle lair. I haven't seen this, but that sounds awesome. So this is, there's this one, I think it's either in Manhattan, which would be wild or Soho. It's just somewhere pretty crazy. It might be Brooklyn. Don't quote me on that. It's easy. Just Google up Ninja Turtle Airbnb yeah. and it's in New York. And someone took this massive loft massive so massive has a basketball court now okay and they turned it into an exact replica of the ninja turtles lair wow the 70 foot dragon that comes all across the the roof on the whole wall of tvs just like the original ninja turtles basketball court there's like lockers with the ninja turtle weapons free pizza free pizza yes yes this is my favorite food well cowabunga dude (laughs) uh i don't think i've i personally haven't encountered uh, those types of people gotcha. uh, in, in, in our business. And maybe that's because, uh, you know, they're, I don't know, they're just not in our avatar perhaps, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and maybe that's because they don't have a problem getting bookings, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's so unique that uh, I certainly think that that's a good way to, to build your business mm-hmm. um, is to have these more boutique types of, 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 um, 
of, uh, of listings. But of course, it's a gamble too, right? Like right. you might have something and you think is awesome, but like nobody does. Right, right, you know, right. So, so you might have to start all over again and uh, that might cost you a lot of money. I don't know. How, depends how, how decorated these places are, but obviously right. a place like that in, in New York City that's a huge loft like that, that's like, you know, that's prime, yeah, prime it, real it's, estate. It's nuts. Like it's really nuts. It looks like a movie set in there. Yeah. So maybe that guy was like, okay, for <laughs> in order for me to even think about Airbnb in this place, mm-hmm. it has to be so crazy crazy over the top uh that like that that we're gonna like it's gonna go viral or yeah. something like that right so for him maybe his you know maybe it's not outrageous to think that his like the rent would be i don't know six grand or something like that maybe more right. you know possible it was so affordable it was ridiculous really it was so affordable like nowhere even close to like the most expensive or even high medium price range it was nuts really okay but speaking of outrageous airbnbs have you seen any any memorable outrageous airbnbs out there um uh i don't know if it's outrageous but it's a maybe it's a small story is that the uh i used to have access to this software that allowed me to see uh better metrics into Airbnb itself. Mm-hmm. So as like somebody who's really, <laughs> really nerdy into, into that stuff and like has like a whole company based on a search engine. So we were able to get the stuff called Clickstream and Clickstream is, uh, it's this like freaky weird data that you can get to, uh, that's that's based on like people's phones. <laughs> so, Whoa. or like phones or Chrome browsers, right? So like whenever you're like downloading a Chrome plugin or something like that, or like uh, uh, antivirus software on your Damn computer. It, I'm pure Chrome. <laughs> I'm all chromed up to the max. Me too. I have way too many. Uh, yeah, I have way too many. Fuck it. Take it, you bastards. <laughs> so yeah, like, so what happens is those people will like, you know, they allow, they, they basically take that data and sell it to, they sell it to, to, to providers. They anonymize the data and stuff like that. So, so that was a, a piece of software that we, that, that we uh, subscribed to and we were able to see a little bit better insight into Airbnb, like how long people are actually spending on Airbnb. Mm-hmm. What are they typing in? You know, like how many people are actually search, like what's the search volume? Like mm-hmm. what's going on? And like, you know, are people looking for, you know, Calgary loft, you know, like right. how many people are looking for that kind of stuff. And it was really, it was really useful um, in that matter. But uh, one thing was like, okay, I was kind of looking around like, okay, what's, what's the, what's the one listing on air on, out of all of this data that has like the longest uh, dwell time? So dwell time is just time on page, how long somebody spends on your listing. Awesome. Um, and the one that had like the biggest, that had the people spending the longest on it was like this, uh, it was like a cave actually. I, oh I yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of caves in Airbnb. Yeah. I don't, I don't like, I, yeah. Uh, that was the first time I saw a cave personally, but uh, I kind of got it. You know, it was like, uh, it was just, I think it was like in Arizona or something like that. Right. It was just this guy's cave that he had with like a guitar in it and stuff like that. And I mean, I thought that was cool, but uh, that's probably like, maybe one of the more outrageous things crazy um one thing i thought that was really cool uh is uh actually i set up this thing i set up a, a landing page for mm-hmm. for cat for cash leads so if you go to higherbookings.com uh forward slash cash cash leads well what we set up there is kind of like a, it's a swipe file so uh, it has a whole bunch of different photos that we've collected throughout the years of listings that awesome. are like just like caught our attention um and one of those is really cool it's like this like somebody like up well, i actually talked to the guy who did it uh he like uploaded a gif image onto airbnb and like has this thing i don't know if you've seen it before it's like it's called a matador so the uh it's like a camera that you can use in real estate but uh 
I don't know exactly how it works, but but what what it was was it was like a 360 screenshot of his of his of his kitchen, and then it like zoomed out out past his actual like home. So it was like so a, a drone shot, kind of, but more like a not like a blueprint. Like it was all black on the outside, right. but you could just see like how his entire thing was was laid out, and it was like moving and stuff like that too. So uh, you know, ideas. Brian, you're hired. <laughs> you're officially you're officially have new projects. It's kind of like a, a 3D rendering of what would be inside of his house right now. Uh-huh. But you could like if you were to see a profile, like you look at his profile and then you zoomed out, then like a 3D like 3D image of what would be like what you would see what you're looking at. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Matador? Matterport. Matterport. How, how did he get a GIF on there? I don't know. I think he just uploaded it. Really? I think, like, I mean, that's all it seemed like it was. Wow. Giddy up. I'm about to, I'm about to fuck shit yeah, up on Airbnb. There's going to be too many gifts. I've released, like, I've released too much information. We'll just delete this part <laughs> of the show. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, Calvin, let me ask you this. Okay, three most important um, uh, 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 key points to have in SEO. What would you say they'd be? Obviously, one of them is uh, keywords. Keywords right. in the title. Okay, keywords in the title. Keywords in the title. Um, make sure you're paying attention to how competitive your photos are in comparison to everyone else. So, like, you know, actually put yourself in the w- in the shoes of someone, like, you know, booking, mm-hmm. uh, making a, a booking decision, and how you line up. Like, how competitive are you truly co- into these people? You know, like, what can you do to, to spice things up maybe? But it's like competitive photography. And then uh, the last point would be... Um, Time on page. Time on page, time is, on page. Is, is yeah is is a is a good metric to to think about like how you can have people spend more time yeah. on your listing because at the end of the day if you can have people spend more time on your listing that might that's probably better than them leaving <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know and then a lot closer to them actually booking absolutely so it's like those tiny little incremental things absolutely I'm I'm gonna throw in this there as well it's um a, a good way to get people to stay on your page is have amazing reviews actually have amazing reviews and this is somewhere that our group has really started to lean towards is we're, we're we put all of our focus now on the experience how do we deliver a seven star experience well that's the name of our company right seven star airbnb mm-hmm. it's a working name but we really try to deliver on the seven star and so it took us pretty much to where we are now to really hone it down and to understand what parts do we want to instill what parts of this can we systemize so that we can have the creature comforts. But now we're really trying to lock down into, okay, now we're going to turn this into motherfucking Disneyland of Airbnb in there. And what we notice is that when we nail it, the reviews are raving paragraph reviews. And I know for a fact that when the paragraph you of, of the review matches your description with the headline, and that's why you see my headlines, they're not SEO. They're, they're copywriting headlines. Uh-huh. I use pure copywriting headlines. I don't try to do the SEO, I try and stop you in your tracks. It's kind of, I guess, one layer after because you actually have to appear to actually have people click on you. Mm-hmm. But that's th- that. What that's what we've always got. And I know raving reviews will always, it's, uh, in marketing, we call that the, um, what's it called? I forget what it, what Social it proof? Social proof, yes, but something more... Or you're pre something, so it slipped my mind right now. So <laughs> I get one of those a show where it might just go blank. But regardless, um, if there's consistency between what you're selling and what you're saying it is, and then all the guests say as well, like, whoa, this was exactly what it is. This, this experience nailed it in exactly this, this echoing what we said. 
it warms the guests up automatically of what to expect when they get in there. And that's what they're looking forward to. And then they walk in there, they have the same experience, and then it just perpetuates and perpetuates. And that's how we found that we've gotten very solid listings. Um, I don't think I have the most outstanding SEO stats, but I know that we're, we're still steady. Mm-hmm. And I know that's, that's one way to really, I don't know if I, I keep them on. Maybe you should scrub my pages. Scrub my page, see how long they stay there for. Uh, what do you mean by scrub your pages? I don't know. D- do some sort of hacker thing and, and scrub my page. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, like for those reviews, do you like, cause Airbnb right now is kind of like, I don't know if they're manipulating reviews, but they're certainly trying to, oh, well, they're manipulating them. So, so they're not putting them in chronological order. They're just like, kind of like rearranging them. In oh, some, I didn't know that. I don't know. I don't know. Like they're starting to bold. Uh, bold uh, really? sentences as well. So, uh, however, they're going to do that. I mean, it comes down to like some sort of AI that they're, sure. they're trying to do. And like I've watched like a presentation where they said that 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 they that like their their like kind of their goal with AI so f- so much is that like they want to have the they want to actually like be able to predict like the the ex- like the the type of review this person leaves as they are matched with this listing. It's like, if we match this person Whoa. to this listing, they're supposed to uh, leave like this nice lengthy review. And a lengthy review is is good, right? So if you, Very can, good. If you can encourage your list, your your, your folks to give you lengthy reviews. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, and, and you can do that by, you know, like just asking them what, uh, or like, you know, a day before, like, hey, what did you think? Like, what was, if you could name like, you know, top three things that you liked. And then, um, yeah, and then like the next day, basically repeat that back to them, mm-hmm. and so that mm-hmm. it's fresh in their memory uh, once they leave, and then they can, you know, it's it's easier for them to to actually, you know, write that review. Oh, I like that. I like that. I'm definitely going to try that. Throw that in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, really warm up the review and get them, uh, get them preempt for that. Yeah, I mean, your whole listing is basically built upon those, right? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. What else about the Airbnb do you see that they're releasing? Because that's that's incredible. I didn't even know. That. I haven't seen that, and I'm all over the reviews non-stop so it's very interesting what else do you see from the platform that they're releasing uh it's hard to say because airbnb does like a lot of testing Mm -hmm. so you know we'll go and see you'll be on like one version of airbnb and then you go to like you know the dot co dot uk and it's like different (laughs) uh so they're yeah and like that's the whole thing right like airbnb is all about uh, a b testing so like that's kind of like built into their philosophy is is making these like granular a b tests and and testing that out like okay what if we uh what if in the search results we like shorten the number of results that showed up on the page right what effect does this have all overall to our bookings um so i I don't really have a necessary answer as to what's coming up but you can just be sure that they're always changing things oh airbnb you you slippery slippery guys and i think they're going public probably pretty soon here i bet well why not yeah, I mean they've got a, well they've got a decent company. So yeah. if Uber can go public with with their uh, with their um, rapport, then uh, then Airbnb can certainly go go public. And I think they're I think they said they're they might offer shares to to hosts. Um, oh come on, let's go. Yeah, which would be pretty cool. Very but, cool. Um, ah, yeah, I don't know. I've heard I haven't heard much beyond that. Very 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 cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Calvin Ma, you have quite a story. I have worked with you. You are an incredible entrepreneur, uh, incredible businessman, and uh, quite a dashing fellow, might I say. Uh, <laughs> thank you for all your help. Thank you for coming on today. I want to get more into um, the actual journey of now owning a SaaS company. We, we don't have time. I don't want to keep you here forever, but 
absolutely incredible. Thank you for coming on the show. Uh, thank you very much, my friend. Thank you, brother. Really, really appreciate that. The Cash Elites podcast is brought to you by Boost CBD. At Boost, we make cannabis products for people who don't like getting high. If you're wondering what type of CBD would work for you, we actually built an amazing tool right into the website. We spent a year on it. And very simply, our goal was this. Can we figure out which is the best product for your body type within three clicks. And we've done that. We've done very well at that. So check us out, www.bstoost.ca to check out the greatest, the meanest, the sleekest, the most designer Ford CBD products in Canada. Thank you very much, guys. This is show episode 21. Next week, we have an amazing guest, also Airbnb. Uh, this man has about 11 properties. We're going to try and get him on the show because he's going to be here for a mastermind. I'm trying to rope him in. Uh, we'll have more details about that episode 21 is done. Thank you. Profit on a $6,000 investment would be upwards of $60,000. Dollars. 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 Dollars.